Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. If you do any sort of commuting uh, commuting in your life, you may have realized this. If you're um, kind of working from home and thankfully you, you now fill up every week and a half-ish. You're getting off easy, dot, 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 for now. Gas prices, they went up uh, roughly two cents overnight all across southwestern Ontario. So the average by the... Uh, by about lunch lunchtime early afternoon today will be a dollar forty two point nine. Oh, oh, that's not for premium either. That's for no. the old base model. Yeah. Who cares, Jeff? Well, you might want to. Lots of people. Well, I was just going to say, but because th- there's always oh, who cares? You got to pay it anyway. It's the highest gas prices have been in the province since June of 2014. They. We had that big bump in August because we mentioned on the show. That was the first time we had seen prices like that in seven years. Yeah. By the end of this calendar year, there's a likelihood we'll be pushing around a dollar fifty. In some regions of the country, a dollar fifty-five on average. Oh my god! <laughs> outrageous. Get ready no. for it. So it's no, a, it's a, I don't want to get ready for uh, it. <laughs> the only way, really, to offset this cost is shopping at a couple of different places. One would include. The, the store that involves a membership. They they shave about 8 to 10 cents off a liter, mm-hmm. part of your membership, but you really got to think of how much gas you're spending to buy that yearly membership. Is it worth it for you? Well, also how valuable your time is because it's always incredibly busy. There's that. Yeah. But this is, now has never been a greater time to really investigate rewards programs, but since I'm Deals, Deals, Deals guy, uh, in order, the ones that you should really consider if you are a commuter to at least get something back of substance. Canadian Tire Money is still the number one spot. Oh man, yeah. For yeah. Your, your return on gas, it just is. You keep, I, I I never keep track. Like I always get my gas at Canadian Tire, and when I go into the store and have my card available, they're like, "Oh, you've got one hundred and twelve dollars." <laughs> like it's just insane yeah. money that adds up on it, there. Exactly, exactly. And you can do a lot of damage at a Canadian Tire retail store, absolutely online yeah. with it. So there are definitely some options there. PC Optimum is your next in line. Mm-hmm. Nice. Something to consider because of the places you can take that money. You can get groceries for it. Yep. You can do stuff uh, within the drugstore and all the odds and ends that they now offer too. And then beyond that, it's all pretty much one in the same. Now, if you have certain credit cards, that'll take a few cents off a liter. Yeah. So look into what your bank has to offer. I don't want to send you down a deep, dark hole. But, I mean, if we're looking at five, seven, ten cents a liter in savings. Yeah. There is one that oh, offers air miles. I can't think of where it is, but there's one gas station that offers air miles. I want to say it's Esso off the top of my yeah. head. But then no, I think it's uh, Esso points, isn't there? No, Esso's, they've no. transitioned over to oh, yeah. PC Optimum. Right. Oh, oh to PC. Okay. okay, that's good. I was going to say, because there are there's some drugstores now that are doing their own separate points card and I yeah. feel like if that's successful gas stations might just be like well we'll just do our own there's too many points systems yeah. well you well, like streaming please. services right yeah. uh, air miles used to be like the Netflix and now everybody has their own yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> simply because there's a cost involved if you, yeah. if you haven't paid much attention you basically buy your air miles every time you shop mm-hmm. that's how that program works but there it is. Uh, so, yeah, it's unfortunate that you've got to pay that kind of dough. Uh, maybe you're into the hybrid world and or the electric world. Good on you. Thank you to the texters that told us it's uh, Sheil. <laughs> Autocorrect has put apostrophes on everybody. Somebody <laughs> said it's, it's Shoal. <laughs> it's definitely Shell. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. 2020 has been nothing. I mean, it was nothing but the worst in the lives of many people around the world. So let's kind of start off the list. 
as we try to identify, was it the worst year ever in the history? No. And <laughs> it included a rampaging pandemic, dangerous political instability, weather catastrophes in pockets all around planet Earth. And that whole, hey, you've got to basically work from home and uh, be away from all the people you care about and love. Worst year ever? No. No. This according to uh, a historian and archaeologist who said, well, in fact, they could pinpoint it. And the worst year to be alive was 536. I remember it well. So let's go back. (laughs) Uh, All the documentation. So it began with an eruption. Nice volcanic eruption in, in 536. That was a precursor to one of the worst periods of human history. So volcanic eruption, which spewed ash all over. Now, it took place in Iceland, and then it traveled. Led to the fog that brought on about an 18-month-long stretch of daytime darkness across Europe, Middle East, uh, portion of Asia. Maybe you've heard of it. They said the sun looked like it was just like muted glow. Just, oh. The sun couldn't get out. It was like it was almost in an eclipse. The entire it was almost time. like a moon, wasn't it? Like yeah. it was They're blue, kind of like, kinda, yeah. Similar to when we had a lot of forest fires this summer, and there was just kind of like a haze. Yeah, yep. but do that the for darker 18, flavor. Yeah, darker for about eighteen months. That led to then famine. Ugh. So they said, it, and then it brought on the cold, which was the coldest decade in the past twenty three hundred years. So we're we're not done yet. So there's a devastation oh. of crops, <laughs> worldwide hunger, and then you may have heard of the fall of the Roman Empire. That happened too. Because the bubonic plague added to uh, the world's misery at that time. So it took out about one half of the population of the Eastern Roman Empire. <laughs> just some bullet points. We thought we had it Okay. Bad, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just feel like typical complaining millennial over here. Yeah. Had I known. <laughs> it does come down to perspective. Obviously, you can go back yeah. during world wars and those kind of things. But overall, with total effect on essentially every individual on planet Earth at the time, 536, not one you want a yearbook from. Yeah, you know what? You're 530. I'm not going to compete with them. There's, they can have the title for the worst time to be alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. We can move past, I mean, because all well, all this terrible stuff was happening. We had Netflix. We had Wi-Fi. We had The internet. Yeah. Electricity. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Help Desk, you want to send us one? Well, it's super simple. Go to our website, virginradio.ca, and click on the photo of Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben and submit your Help Desk there. Hang on. I just got to, I kind of lost it here. Hang on. Computer issues. Uh, anyway, today's Help Desk is all about what you do if your coworker, former coworker, now turned into a boss. What do you do? when they are flirting with you and they're hot and cold. So, here's the story. I have a coworker turned boss who I'm trying to decide how he feels about me. He seems to be super flirty with me, stopping by my office to chat and then complimenting me. Uh, never about my work. Always personal. He'll text me after work. Sometimes he does or sees something that reminds him of me, and then the next day, he'll be completely cold. I notice the days he's cold are the days he's overstressed about work, but still, I don't play into it because I don't want things to get awkward if this isn't all of a sudden what he wants. Can I get some opinions, please? Thank you. Not hot and cold, queen. Oh, we know what he wants. Yeah. (laughs) How How long do we know how long he's been the boss for? I don't know, but that's kind of hot. I'm just saying, go for it. 
Hello, big desk. That, if, no, if nothing else. <laughs> that, if nothing else. Uh, what are they building? A great HR case. No kidding. With all yeah. the evidence. It goes one of two ways. There is a combination of the old, you know, what do they say? You don't dip the pen in the company ink. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. I did it. And it's, uh, I mean, I met someone at work and... Yeah, you got a whole family out of it. You could have won that game. <laughs> I've seen it not go so well. I've seen a boss and a and a and an employee at work go very different ways to the point of someone's wife then finding out about an affair and then keying a car and then attempting to light it on fire. Like I've witnessed a lot of things how this can got go not so well. I you try your what best. You, so, so go you ahead. Need, sorry, you need to decide whether as long as this is a job that you're prepared to leave, should things go south, I say do it. Yeah. If you feel that that, that relationship can go above and beyond, if this is your career, maybe this is something you've gone to school for, you've spent a lot of time and, and you enjoy the job or the role you have, could you step over to another company just to uh, avoid any sort of conflict and any office chatter? Because that's something also you've yet to take into consideration. I feel like that could be so miserable, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the chatter. That That's what worries me. I would say if it was a career, then no. But I'm saying if this is a job that nece- isn't necessarily your career, that you could just go get another of your job at right. another place. Then go for it. Because I think when you mess your whole life dreams into it, that's when it gets sticky. And it feels like we've seen, especially recently, it's a lot easier to get a job than it is to get a partner that you're really into. Is it? It feels like it's not that easy to get jobs right now. I mean, everybody's <laughs> looking for employees. So yeah. again, job, career, those are two very different things. You Talk to some of your single friends. Find out how that world is right now. It's a little dry. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Five Station. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from No Hot and Cold Queen. (laughs) If you want to send us a Help Desk, you can come up with your own name too. VirginRadio.ca. Just click on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page and boom, there's a form right there. So, No Hot and Cold Queen says, I need help. I have a coworker turned boss who I'm trying to to decide how he feels about me. He seems to be super flirty with me, stopping by my office to chat, often complimenting me, and never about my work. It's always personal. He'll text me after work sometimes if he does or sees something that reminds him of me. And then the next day he's cold. I notice the days that he's cold are days he's overstressed about work. But still, I don't play into it because I don't want things to get awkward if this isn't all of a sudden what he wants. Can I get some other opinions, please? Thank you. Now, by by what we have for information, it's not like he is in a, a another relationship. It's not like this is a work affair in comparison to or, or an extra relationship in his life. Because we've had a yeah. few questions asking that. By what we can tell is they're both single. Individual parties clearly seeking a little bit of affection from the, from the other person. So here's a couple of different stories on this. Someone said, good morning. This is how I met my now husband. Met him at work, and we are very happy. When the interest developed, he asked me out. I asked my boss what he thought before I agreed. My boss was the president of the company. He said, well, it it wasn't unmanageable. 
as we worked in different areas. So we dated, we became closer. And it was apparent to me, though, that it could start to affect my work relationships as my new boyfriend was the boss as well to some others. So I began to notice a few people moving away from me and other people sucking up to me. I didn't want for it to become a strain for anyone. So I decided I left the company and found another job. So there it is. So left the job, but kept the relationship. So it's doable. It works. Not not convinced. That's I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. It is that's uprooting your your job. <laughs> here's a here's a fun and a little sassy text that reads: um, Flirting is so fun. Sounds like he may be worried about uh, those awesome personal professional uh, boundary lines. Get on that desk, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The boss's desk. Like you gotta before you leave the job. I would say you might as well give HR something to do. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, just type up an email. Give you a little heads up. Yeah. It's on the way. <laughs> hey, can we have some extra Lysol wipes, please? <laughs> sanitary. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. If you want to send us a help desk, it's super easy. Go to our website, virginradio.ca, and click on the, well, basically click on our faces, the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page, and you can submit your help desk there. No hot and cold queen says, hi, I need help. I have a coworker turned boss who I'm trying to decide how he feels about me. He seems super flirty with me, stopping by my office to chat and often complimenting me. Never about my work, always personal. He'll text me after work sometimes if he does or sees something that reminds him of me. And then the next day, he's cold. I notice the days that he's cold are days that he's overstressed about work. But still, I don't play into it because I don't want things to get awkward if this isn't all of a sudden what he wants. Can I get some other opinions, please? Thank you. I really do like the one that says a hot and cold relationship. That work or not, that's not a great relationship to be a part of. No, that's that is. There's a. I don't know if I, I'd call it more of an orange flag. Like we're not red yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we're gonna pay. A, it's it's more like a pylon. We we know it's there, but we're gonna see. Can we? Can that be picked up and put away? But can you call this a relationship? It's not a relationship yet. And it makes sense that he's not going to still be taking time out of his day to flirt with you when he's overwhelmed with work. Like, that's a that's a big HR. Hey, could you stop flirting with your, uh, your coworker? You have some work to do, you know? Well, so I think that around here, and I'm using the term relationship as in work relationships, but you guys see me when I get angry at like yeah. the board or something like that something technological there are people in the building that don't see that though right and like I'm friendly with people across the hall yep. or whatever mm-hmm. yep. and I'm not like I'm still on the hot side <laughs> versus being hot and cold that's a tough one I think mm. I mean we are three close people but then like how close are these two if it's like if it's a flirty relationship but then if it's a flirty relationship and all of a sudden he just because he's stressed he's no longer like yeah. fun to talk to or listen to that to me that's just a of overall relationship right yeah now. that's more like character based like yeah. is this his thing his is he very outward with his frustrations uh, can he not manage them um, mm. th- th- someone said, Laura, as an HR professional, we love a good story like this. <laughs> we, laugh about yes! it. we laugh about it behind closed doors. Oh, man. I would, that, that's a career that I always think would be fun based on that alone. But I'm telling you, give HR something to talk about. You, if, if this is a job 
at end location, you know, maybe this isn't even your career job, but you really love where you work. If that's the case, I would say don't go through for th- with this. But if that isn't the case, and this job for you is something that's interchangeable, you could definitely go find something that's of equal value value to you. I say, even if it's not a relationship, that is some fun. Get with the boss. That is. Again, big desk energy. You <laughs> Laura, you're giving a lot you, of advice. Just the way that she's describing the flirting, it is so fun to have flings like that. If it's harmless, and again, you have an exit plan should you need one. But if I, as a career girl, I, if this is your career and you're really passionate about this job, do not do not yeah. fall into that because if keep flirting because that's kind of fun but yeah. don't go farther than that but if you do if you do go further than that make sure to give Laura all of the details so she can live oh, vicariously through you <laughs> we need a juicy like- help desk update <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio it's guest gossip on Virgin Radio Oh, the tea on Squid Game is piping hot. Maybe you've heard of it. You might have seen, you for sure have at least seen a meme of it online. Squid Game, Netflix's latest and newest hottest show. What is it? Well, it's apparently a show that talks about a reality that, you know, it's it's not a, a real life reality TV show, but it is a, what do you call that? Fictional reality TV show about... Adults playing child games to win a bunch of money. And it uh, started in Netflix Korea. However, now you can get it here in Canada. You can watch it. So there's a lot of drama surrounding this show and people's obsession with it. Netflix might act- is actually saying it might be their best series ever. It's performing so well. The issue is, is that it's causing... People are streaming... So many people are streaming this show in Korea that it's causing... Uh, them to maybe charge Netflix for its use of bandwidth in that country. They're suing Netflix. They're trying to sue. One of the internet providers is trying to sue Netflix because yeah. um, I guess uh, YouTube and a couple of other, other streaming, streaming giants do yeah. pay for the pay that they're using so much bandwidth. Yeah, so that's an insane thing. There's also this whole other side of Squid Game. If you haven't watched it yet, keep in mind, I'm seeing a lot of uh, Korean TikTokers say, if you are watching and you you know, you know don't know Korean, you're reading the subtitles, the subtitles completely change a lot of the meaning to that show. And some of the most powerful sentences absolutely get butchered because oh, wow. of the subtitles. So this is also bringing up a whole new conversation. We need to have better subtitling because it give people an opportunity to watch uh, a lot more a lot more media that wouldn't necessarily be in their native language and also you got to do a better job just making these shows be the quality that they are in their originating country mm-hmm. absolutely but people are so obsessed with this show and it is guaranteed to be one of the most popular halloween costumes absolutely it's crazy because a friend of mine who's a high school teacher asked me about it a couple of weeks ago and i was like i it wasn't on my radar at all i hadn't heard anything about it he, and he didn't know the name but he's like yeah the kid all the kids are talking about it and I was like, it sounds like Battle Royale. But it's proof, though, that like teenagers are so on top of this stuff. Yeah. This came up well before it was a internet phenomenon. Yeah. Well, it's very important. I'm telling you, kids are very important and very influential. Thank you, teens. Uh, also, there is a, an episode that edit, that Netflix is having to edit because they actually show a real person's phone number and that person has not stopped getting phone calls. <laughs> they got like 40,000 a day or something like that. They got a ridiculous amount of phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the creators of Squid Game said, oh, sorry, we thought that number was safe because we uh, t- took out the first three digits of the number, um, but because the last eight were provided. 
people just figured it out. <laughs> so, what's the daisies? Why don't you call hey. a number on a phone? What are you going to yeah. say? Yeah. How long is that conversation going to be? Yeah. Another thing, just in time for Halloween, a hot new collaboration. <laughs> Oh, we'd set the tone for you because Kylie Jenner X Nightmare on Elm Street, the new Kylie makeup line is coming out. And I know this has Backstage Ben written all <laughs> over it. Our resident horror fan. Is it Will like, you be participating in wearing some of this? No. <laughs> but little, is it like little, is it Halloween costume makeup? Like, is it make your face look like Freddy oh, Krueger's? Mm, I, you know what? I've only seen the preview of it, which is Kylie Jenner wearing like it looks like she's wearing a bodysuit made out of the texture of Lady Gaga's dude's... meat suit. <laughs> well, kind of. It's got that kind vibe. Of. It's Fred. It, it is like Freddie's burnt face sort of look. Yeah, she's wearing a a burnt face bodysuit. That's Very how I would odd. describe yeah. it. She looks like hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. So once I see this drop, I'll let you know. Kylie Jenner, by the way, she is the queen of ignoring. She is proof that if you ignore something, it does really go away. She's getting trashed for how garbage her swimsuit line is. We're talking see-through. The fabric is not good. It's super expensive. And the little fabric you get does not hold anything up or in. Um, and then she just goes, hey, guys. It's got a new Kylie <laughs> Kylie makeup line launch for you Never instead. Mind that. Here's this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Yeah. My station. Virgin Radio. John joins us on the line. Laura, you know, I don't know if you could hear off the air, but John's like, yeah, I was actually driving through Ripley yesterday, and uh, I thought of Laura. What? Yeah. How was it? Did you blink? Did you miss it all? You know what? I was looking for your creepy farm you were talking about, but I couldn't see it. <laughs> Well, that's maybe for the better. You probably did drive past my father's sheep, though. If you saw sheep anywhere in and outside, just outside of Ripley. That's it. I was, Let's get his farms. I was coming in off of um, Blue Water Highway from King Carden, so I don't uh, know if, that, if that's the route through. But No, you would have been coming from the beach and heading towards the best ice cream in Ontario. That would be the ice cream located at the Miller Mall. Wow. Hot oh. cake. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will mark that down and keep it in mind next time I'm in the area. All right. Uh, Gail and Oprah, would you mind if we hop over and do some trivia here? <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody's jealous. John's a busy guy. He's on the road with Black Fly, and actually he's headed to Waterloo today, Laura. So, I mean, oh, he's, fun. He's kind of following you around well, southwestern Ontario. You know where the radio station is. I was going to say, hey, can we can we put a case of Black Fly on this game? <laughs> <Yeah. or? laughs> I will bring one next time for sure. Amazing. <laughs> when uh, John's not at work, he's a huge golf guy, uh, loves sports in general, and, and into fantasy. How's your NFL pool doing this year? Uh, uh, undefeated in one, and then uh, three and one, and two and two. So I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. Better than me on all fronts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, to Beat Backstage, Ben. For uh, anyone who's brand new to it, it's incredibly simple. So John is going to go first with three questions by way of Laura Geddes. As she mentioned a few minutes ago, it's random trivia, so there's no real tactical advantage to to this. Benny's going to uh, head out of the room. He's almost uh, exited, and then. Uh, he comes back in once John's all wrapped up. Most points out of three wins the trivia game. Over to Laura. Okay, John, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Yes, I am. All right. First question. In a bingo game, which number is represented by the phrase two little ducks? Uh, oh, I've got a guess. I think I know uh, this. Two little ducks. Um, I'm going to say the number 
The number 14? Incorrect. <laughs> Was looking for the number 22, which That's looks it. like two little duckies. So cute. Uh, All right. Next, <laughs> next question. Which Canadian airport uses the code YWG? YWG. Well, it's definitely not Pearson Airport. Um, is it Calgary Airport? Incorrect. <laughs> Was looking for Winnipeg International. Uh, it's fair. Yeah, I know. Oh, don't oh. go. Trust me. Hey, whoa, much. whoa, whoa, whoa. I lived there for two years. It's not a bad spot. Just because you lived there doesn't mean like you're gone from there, Jeff. Yeah, what else I, is there? There's There are fun people, a lot of culture, great food. It's a it's a good spot. There's I don't a, know. Now, there's a couple of ideal months you want to live or be in Winnipeg. There's a few months you may want to avoid. I'm telling not- you, as a girl who grew up in Ripley, Ontario, the visit I made to Winnipeg was one I will hope to forget. Okay. I'm sorry it was not a good experience. Maybe you went with the wrong people. Uh, no, the people were great. It's just mosquitoes and it's boring. Okay, next question. <laughs> Final question. Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo are the sons of which American female pop star? Apollo, American pop star. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> let's say American pop star. Um... I don't know. Uh, you were talking about her earlier. No. But, ah, God, that's a tough one. I'm just going to throw out. It's not God, John. you got to yeah. stop guessing that one. I'll yeah, give you that. I, I was going to say. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say Madonna. I don't know. That doesn't sound right, but. Incorrect. <laughs> Another platinum blonde p- female pop star, though. I was looking for Gwen Stefani. Tough one. Tough one. 0 for 3. Uh, All we can hope for is Ben has a complete and utter collapse. So, these are spicy fi- questions. Fingers crossed. Medic! Rolls back in in just a moment. Yes, he did bring his key card, so he's in. That's All good. Right, Benny, um, took a little extra time. But we did get to the completion of John's three questions with a total score of zero. Ooh. Oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what are my favorite kind of black flies so I can play them? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I will trash talk him because nobody does every time I listen. Ben, you're going down like your fantasy teams, all right? <laughs> oh, man. That hurts on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> At least all right, if I take a, a, a right answer, I can throw a zinger in there. That's for right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if the trash talk has worked. First question. In a bingo game, which number is represented by the phrase two little ducks? Uh, oh, 22? Yes, that's correct. Darn, I was hoping. From? Yeah. <laughs> two little duckies. John, okay. John went with 14, so a older duck, a little duck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a duck and a snake, shorter, maybe? A duck and a snake. Okay, next question. Which Canadian airport uses the code YWG? Can only guess Winnipeg. Ah, oh, man. Winnipeg International is yeah. the correct answer. Okay, third and final question. Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo are the sons of which American female pop star? Gwen Stefani. Man. Sorry, John. 
I'm not. I've had some tough ones in there for Benny. <laughs> it happens. Well played, Benny. Appreciate it. <laughs> that was an effort. That was done. Uh, three nothing. Just a straight up sweep. If that were your fantasy pool, you <laughs> Benny'd be. Uh, yeah. Luckily, I have different luck with <laughs> with fantasy and reality. <laughs> 227 wins now in Beat Backstage, Ben. Clearly an impressive record. Only 31 losses and 80 ties. We will give you an opportunity, just like John, tomorrow at around 840 to try and beat Backstage, Ben.